From the WIA News Hub in Queensland and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed by VK1 WIA. Hi there, I'm Graham VK4BB, VK4 Baker Baker, and this is the WIA National News. This one, as we kick off the merry month of May, May 5, 2013. Now, we did finish last week's news with that request that all retransmitters, the rebroadcasters of the WIA national news, the people that have set up the automated record systems to play into automated relay stations, to make sure you are subscribed to the WIA broadcasters at yahoogroups.com because that will be the only way you will know when the special broadcast from the WIA AGM is ready and also where to go to pick it up. So make sure you are subscribed if you are a rebroadcaster or you're involved with recording the news for an automated station. Now to the news at hand and a new 24 gig EME world record. Rex VK7MO has completed a 16,383km CUSO with OK1KIR OK in the Czech Republic to claim the world record. Rex used just a 1.14 metre dish and 10 watts, which he has designed for portable operation, while OK1KIR OK used a 4.5 metre dish and 22 watts. This has been a 12-month project for Rex, which has involved working with Joe, K1JT, to produce improved decoders that can cope with a very wide spreading of signals on 24 gigs EME. Rex and Joe will be publishing this work in the next edition of Dubus magazine, which is devoted to VHF and microwave amateur radio. The ACMA is conducting the Contemporary Community Safeguards Inquiry into the core principles that should guide the content of contemporary broadcasting codes of practice. To help inform this inquiry, they're hosting a series of citizen conventions, citizens' conversations, and welcome your perspective on some or all of the topics. All events will be held at ACMA's Sydney office in Piemont, and more details will be available shortly on acma.gov.au. Some breaking news from the Sherbrooke Community Radio Club. VK3KID, 8.9 dB gain on 80 metres. Club members will be on very active on air from the 5th to the 12th of May, working from the Kirth Kiln, Jembrook. Each year, the club builds an 80 metre antenna system for the VK Trans-Tasman contest. Details of this year's new high-performance array that their members will be running in the next Trans-Tasman contest May 11 will be submitted to the WIA AR magazine after the contest in anticipation of hopefully sharing their developing knowledge with other fellow amateurs. The complete construction cost to members of this top-fed, linear-loaded, three-quarter wavelength, dual-polarity, high-gain array with unheard of 8.9 dB gain on 80 metres costs less than $60 to make. Now, you're most welcome to drop in any time before the contest to have a look and chat about the antenna system, and they certainly hope to hear you on 80 metres. I have the feeling that you'll certainly hear them. MDRC Hamfest 2013, the Moorabbana District Amateur Radio Club, are pleased to announce that 2013 Hamfest will be on Saturday, the 11th of May. Doors open at 10am at Southern Community Centre, Rupert Drive, Mulgrave. Raising the public profile of amateur radio. The Midland Amateur Radio Club, in their ongoing efforts to raise the public profile of amateur radio, will be staging an event with a difference May 25. 
Kevin Crockett, VK3CKC, will take to the Axdale end of the O'Keefe Rail Trail, which forms part of the old Heathcote Junction to Bendigo Rail Line. A radio-equipped recumbent tadpole trike has been purpose-built for the event. The club call sign, VK3CMZ, will also have an operating amateur station set up at the Axdale Market, next to the hall where the public can listen in on 40 metre HF contacts. These will be around 7.09. They'll be able to directly communicate with the trike itself on two metres via the local VK3 RCV repeater as the trike makes its way towards the town, accompanied by children from the Axdale Primary School. APRS will be used to display progress on a laptop computer at a display stand at the market, and those that can't attend should be able to follow the trike via the APRS.fi. An offer for internet streaming communications via VK3CMZ has also been received. The City of Greater Bendigo is currently extending the rail trail to Heathcote and this event is something of a shakedown for a larger event later in the year that will cover from Bendigo to Axdale or even beyond if any of the extension is ready by then. It may even be repeated for the WIA National Field Day 2014. The event has attracted proud support from the City of Greater Bendigo Epilogue Ward Councillors, Friends of Bendigo Kilmore Rail Trail, Axdale Primary School, Axdale Our Town Our Future Committee and Axdale Public Hall Committee. Clareview Gathering this weekend and as the news goes to air, the Clareview Gathering has been happening at a spot on the coast between Rocky and Mackay and luckily that cyclone didn't eventuate. Apart from being one of the main revenue raisers for the Rockhampton and District Amateur Radio Club and the Mackay Amateur Radio Club, it's also been a great time to catch up with fellow radio amateurs, swap a few yarns and see what a few people have been up to with the latest advances in our hobby. The Saturday evening events went off very well, I'm told, with many a quality item snaffled up by distinguishing hams and onlookers during the famous mega auction. The raffles were very popular, including a wheelbarrow-sized massive first prize donated by Liz VK4FLIZ and Tony VK4HOG. VK4's Gimpy Times has a story this week of Second World War veteran Alan Booth, who has a box full of friends right at his fingertips. VK4EAB, age 90, is an avid member of the Gimpy Amateur Radio Group and has the complete setup in his room at Gimpy St Patrick's Villa Nursing Home. Mr Booth, who is blind, may be vision impaired, but his fingertips tiptoe around his radio equipment with complete ease. The amateur radio hobbyist specialises in Morse code in addition to using the handheld mic during transmissions. You see, Morse has a special place in VK4EAB's heart as he used this method of communication during World War II as a member of the Royal Australian Air Force. In VK7, training and licence assessments are available. Persons in the northwest area of VK7 can contact Tony Victor Kilo 7AX. And technology behind the NBN presentation, Reist have confirmed that an engineer and amateur ZL1VBI from the NBN rollout team will be going along to their June meeting and giving a presentation on the technology being used in the National Broadband Network. Now, it's not often that we hear from VK0 or VK9, but here we go. It's over to VK9. Look out for VK9 November Tango on Norfolk Island until the 13th of May. A team of 11, including one operator from America, will be active on all HF bands using CW, SSB and RTTY. 
VK9NT will also be active in the Trans-Tasman 80 metre contest on Saturday evening, 11th of May. Our goals are to work as many stations as possible, build skills and experience in radio operation and de-expeditioning, have some fun and enjoy a bit of a break on a beautiful Pacific island. For more information, see the Oceania DX Group's website www.odxg.org. This is Luke, VK3HJ. What use is an F-call? In the last few minutes, I've spoken with an amateur in Kansas, a couple in Port Pirie and a few in Perth, all within the same conversation. That sums up amateur radio for me in a nutshell. Where else can you speak real-time with people across the planet, hear their voice, listen to their story, and react as it occurs to you? Amateur radio is many things for different people. It is that way because there is no barrier to entry. If you can pass your test, you can become an amateur. It means that people come at this hobby with different experiences, different expectations, different skills, and different languages. If you've had your license for a little while, you might have gotten into a stage where you wonder, what next? Is this hobby really for me, or is it just another one that I started all excitedly and then got bored with? I cannot stop your boredom, but I can encourage you to have a look around in the vast expanse that represents amateur radio. From making contacts across the planet, to building radios and inventing stuff, from going camping to socialising over a cup of coffee, from having lunch to participating in a contest, there is such a range of things to do that it boggles the mind. If you're stuck in a rut, I recommend that you try something else associated with amateur radio. If you've never done a contest, because it's just not you, then I'd like to encourage you to try it anyway. If you know a couple of amateurs, have lunch or dinner, or coffee, or drinks, whatever. Talk about amateur radio. Find the spark that represents what amateur radio means for you. I can guarantee that there is something here for everyone. I'm Ono, Victor Kilo 6, Foxtrot Lima Alpha Bravo. From the WIA News Hub in Queensland and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed by VK1 WIA. This is VK1 WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions, www.wia.org.au. Internationally, one of the largest events on the ham radio calendar is Dayton, the Dayton Hamvention. And it's time again for the W5KUB.com worldwide broadcast of Hamvention. Yes, it's international news in a moment, VK2LAW. Just a reminder that with the international news, in fact, with all our news on VK1WIA and the National News Service, all news is presented in the manner in which it's received. So sometimes there's an item there that one or two sometimes people don't sort of uh, think is, uh, shall we say, kosher to broadcast on a ham radio news service. But it is broadcast in the good intention that it's been sent to us. So uh, just have a listen, and if you don't like it, you don't have to follow up on it. Alrighty, as I said, Hamvention, it's on, and the live broadcast begins May 15, and they'll be broadcasting the 550-mile drive by the TV crew from Memphis to Dayton. 
The broadcast Thursday shows various vendors setting up. Friday to Sunday, W5KUB.com will be giving out thousands of dollars of hand prizes to viewers. And last year, some 40,000, actually 47,300 viewers followed the trip. International news continues with thanks to IARU, RSGB, SARL, Southgate Amateur Radio Club, ARRL, Amateur Radio Newsline, NZART, AR Victoria and the worldwide sources of the WIA. I'm Jason, VK2LAW. Cave Radio. Communicating between a cave and the surface is a formidable challenge, yet it's a common requirement for underground explorers and it plays a vital role in coordinating cave rescues. With the growth of interest in low-frequency radio in recent years, radio amateurs and electronics enthusiasts are well-placed to make a contribution in this area. If you'd like to get involved in this unusual yet fascinating realm of radio and perhaps make a contribution to the state of the art, the Journal of the Cave Radio and Electronics Group, published by the British Cave Research Association, is essential reading. FCC adopts rules to provide emergency info to the blind. The FCC has adopted rules requiring that emergency information provided in video programming be made accessible to individuals who are blind or visually impaired. It's also mandating that certain apparatus be capable of delivering video description and emergency information to these citizens. Specifically, the rules clarify that the new emergency information requirements apply to video programming provided by entities that are already covered in Commission rules, along with any other distributor of video programming for residential reception that requires such programming directly to the home and is subject to the jurisdiction of the Commission. Last week, John, VK2JJW, brought us that tongue-in-cheek look at the de-expedition where the sugar papa found the genie in the lamp. This week, a story is emerging of a sugar papa who has really set his sights high. Thomas Broll, Sugar Papa 9 uniform Oscar Bravo, plans to launch three high-altitude balloons to near space, which will carry amateur radio payloads on 437.6, 437.595, and 437.615 MHz. At maximum altitude, the 10 milliwatt signal from these balloons could have a potential range of up to 700 kilometres. A little bit far for we VKs to pick up, but many of our European listeners will have their eyes and ears glued. The IARU Region 1 site carries a full report on this May balloon launch. Google Exec predicts everyone in the world online by 2020. Do you believe what Google Executive Chairman Eric Schmidt says that everyone in the world will be online by the end of the decade? Amateur Radio Newsline Cheryl Lassick, K9BIK, has the rest of this rather interesting prediction. On Saturday, April 13th, Google Executive Chairman Eric Schmidt stated on his Google Plus blog that for every person online, there are two who are not. He went on to add that by the end of the decade, he predicted that everyone on Earth will be connected by 2020. A day later... Schmidt added, and we quote, Think about how great the Internet is now with 2 billion users. Now think about how amazing it will be when 5 billion come online in a decade. But can Schmidt's prediction come true? As pointed out in one news article, Google itself supports a project called Geeks Without Frontiers. This is described as a non-profit group that donates computers and related wireless access technology to poor areas around the world. The organization's current focus is to bring such wireless access to parts of Mexico, Central America, and Africa. 
These are regions without any traditional form of wired internet access. Also, back in 2011, Geeks Without Frontiers announced that it had developed its own low-cost open-source Wi-Fi software. At that time, it said that by driving down the cost of metropolitan and village-scale Wi-Fi networks, millions more people will be able to reap the economic and social benefits of significantly lower-cost Internet access. The rise of the mobile access expected to play a role. In parts of Africa, it's reported that more people have access to mobile phones than have electricity. Google itself notes that in South Africa, 25% of its searches during the week are made via mobile devices, and that rises to 65% on the weekends. So will every man, woman, and child be online by 2020? There's no way to be certain, but Google leaders rarely make predictions that they know won't come true. So the bottom line is, don't rule this one out. And if it does happen, it will likely be thanks to Wi-Fi, which is in itself nothing more than a form of digital two-way radio. Those stories from the Average Radio Newsline. You're tuned to the WIA National News Service across Australia. I'm Bill Pasternak, WA6ITF. From the WIA News Hub in Queensland and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed by VK1WIA. This is VK1WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions, www.wia.org.au. Operational News on Felix, VK4FUQ, Dateline 2013. We'll start with news of the John Moyle. Yes, results of the 2013 John Moyle National Field Day have been published and are now on the contest page of the WIA website, wia.org.au. This year's entries came from all Australian mainland call areas, as well as Tasmania and New Zealand. The total number of logs submitted was 111. Well done to all those who took part. It was good to see some ZL stations take part again this year and three stations submitted their log. Based on submitted logs, there were some 18,047 contacts, accumulating some 61,213 points claimed. This was good contesting for an Australian Field Day contest. More than 1,000 Australian individual call signs were logged during the contest. Unfortunately, the numbers of stations who went to the considerable trouble of going out and setting up as a portable station and then not bothering to submit a log as an entry is a great disappointment. Some multiple operator stations got very big scores and perhaps that simply reflects the great and very planning and implementation efforts required to assemble and operate a multi-operator station. Activities still to take place includes VK Trans-Tasman Contest May 11. The Day of the Wales will be held 18 and 19 May. VK Shires, June Long Weekend, 0600 hours UTC, Saturday, June 8. Enzo, 0600 hours UTC, June 9. Worldwide International Museums Weekends, June 15 and 16 and 22-23. Special Event Stations, DX and Beacon and Net Advice. Special Event Station, VI3, BEZ75, will be active during May. To celebrate the formation as the eastern zone of WIA Victoria in 1938. Dutch National Windmill and Water Pump Station Weekend. The special event called PD13MIWL will be on the air May 10th to the 12th in honour of the Dutch Windmill and Water Pump Weekend. Operators will be PD5JFK, PD0ME and PD7BZ. 
and they will have three stations active at the same time on 40, 20 and 10 metres using SSB and the digital modes. A two metre station for local contacts will be operational as well. QSL via PD7BZ, direct, via the Bureau or electronically on Logbook of the World or eQSL. To promote amateur radio and the WIA ONO and the WIA GMT have licensed VI 103 WIA. To promote amateur radio and the WIA, we've licensed Victor India 103 Whiskey India Alpha. If you'd like to operate the VI 103 WIA call sign, which is active during the 2013 WIA AGM and conference, you can do so from your QTH or your club station. We welcome operators from around VK any time of the day or night. You do not need to have a full call to operate the call sign, though you are required to operate within your own license. The call sign is intended to promote amateur radio and the WIA. Each QSO must be logged electronically and submitted, so a QSL card can be sent to the remote station. You're not required to be a member of the WIA to operate the call sign, but we welcome your membership application. Robert, Victor Kilo 3 Delta November, is designing the QSL card as we speak, so warm up your radios and have a go. If you'd like to claim a spot, visit the VK6 conference site, conference.vk6.net, and register now. The call sign is licensed for use on the 23rd to the 27th of May 2013. Finally, if you're an F-call, you too can operate this call sign, so don't be shy, register today. That web address again, conference.vk6.net. Thanks, Ono. Finally, here in operational news today, Intruder Watch, Enforcement Zone. Well, well. In the USA, a resident has been issued an official citation one for operating an incidental radiator and causing harmful interference. The radiator was, of all things, a well pump that was putting out a signal at 1800 kHz and interfering with ham radio operations. In response to complaints of interference to amateur radio service reception of medium and high frequency radio signals, the Enforcement Bureau instructed him to resolve any interference and suggesting he install new AC line fillers for his well pump. Now in its April citation, the FCC has instructed Lopez to take immediate steps to come into compliance by repairing or replacing his incidental radiator and eliminating all harmful interference. If he fails to do so, the FCC say that he could be the subject of substantial monetary penalties, seizure of the offending equipment and criminal sanctions. For VK1 WIA National News, I'm Felix, VK4FUQ, Enningham. Good morning, this is Robert, VK3DN, with this week's Worldwide Special Interest Group News. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier. NASA mission to study what disrupts radio waves. A NASA-funded sounding rocket mission will launch from Atoll in the Pacific in the next few weeks to help scientists better understand and predict the electrical storms in the Earth's upper atmosphere. Now, these storms can interfere with satellite communication and global positioning signals. The mission called EVEX for the Equatorial Vortex Experiment will launch two rockets for a 12-minute journey through the equatorial ionosphere above the South Pacific. The launch window for the mission from Kwajalein Atoll in the Marshall Islands is May the 10th, 2013. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Internet, the HAMS Domain. Radio Foxtrot 100, Internet Station for HAM Radio. Tony Bond, EI9GMB, says he's again operating Radio Foxtrot 100. 
Foxtrot 100 is an internet radio station dedicated to ham radio and shortwave listeners that has topics related to ham radio in addition to its music programming. More is on the web at foxtrot100.weebly.com. Get that in the text edition. And in other news, WebSDR is now available on the RSGB site. A web-based software-defined radio for the 5, 7 and 14 MHz band is now available on the RSGB website. The WebSDR receiver link can be found under the My RSGB drop-down menu. Also on the site are the Live DX cluster and Live Solar data pages under the News drop-down menu. Go to www.rsgb.org. Worldwide Special Interest Group's IOTA. A team of Egyptian IOTA enthusiasts are operating from Nelson Island in the Nile Delta and Sinai region. The call sign SU8N. And this will be the first operation from this island and the islands of the air reference number is AF109. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Radio Amateur Old Timers. Now to Clive, VK6CSW. Tomorrow is the first Monday of May, and that means that it's time once again for the Radio Amateurs Old Timers Club of Australia's monthly bulletin of news, information, stories and anecdotes. This month's feature is entitled Wireless Telegraphy Distress Signals and is by Herman Willemson, VK2IXV. Herman is a retired Merchant Navy radio operator, so the story comes straight from the horse's mouth, so to speak. The bulletin is transmitted on a number of different VHF and HF frequencies throughout the day, but the principal HF transmissions are on 20 metres on 14.150 MHz upper sideband, Firstly, at 0100 UTC, beamed north from Melbourne for the Eastern State listeners, and then again at 0200 UTC, beamed westward for West Australian listeners. To find a time and frequency for the more local VHF and HF transmissions in your area, please visit the RAOTC website at www.raotc.org.au. Once again, that's www.raotc.org.au. Barry, VK6 Whiskey Foxtrot, will be transmitting the bulletin from his QTH about 150 kilometres east of Perth at 0200 UTC on 40 metres, on 7060 kHz lower sideband. This transmission is aimed mainly at the West Australian country listeners, but could well be heard in South Australia too. Everyone, RAOTC members and non-members alike, is cordially invited to listen to the bulletin and to participate in the callbacks afterwards. So once again, the May RAOTC Bulletin can be heard tomorrow, Monday, May the 6th. Sim 3 from Clive, VK6CSW. And continuing Worldwide Special Interest Group's Rescue Radio. In VK7, members of the CCARC and NTARC combined forces to provide safety communications for the Tasmanian State Championship Committee 160km fundraiser at Sassafras. A total of seven amateurs and a few of their partners attended to make this ride communication happen.
The whole event was conducted using two metre simplex. And if you're in VK3, on Saturday, May the 11th, it's a global frontline challenge at King Lake. If you can help with this one, please contact Mark Dodds, VK3ZR. Weissen SA at the Australian Car Rally in South Australia. For the Australian Car Rally Championship event in South Australia, Weissen SA have been asked to handle the scoring and traffic between each stage and Rally HQ. This will involve voice links at each stage as well as computer links to send the scores to Rally HQ. And lastly, again if you're in VK3 and you're available on Saturday, June the 8th, it's the Mallee Rally at Sea Lake. If you can help with this one, please contact Paul Elvey, VK3YYF. Well, that's all I have for you this week. This has been Robert, VK3DN, reporting from Melbourne. Here we are at the very bottom of the news. Happening in May, May 11, in VK3, 4 and 6 are the Hamfests. May 24 to 26 is the WIA AGM and Conference. And in July, July 20 in VK3, Gippsland Gate Radio and Electronics Club Hamfest. This has been the WIA National News. And if you'd like to submit news items for inclusion in these broadcasts, just email your item in text to nationalnews at wia.org.au. To submit audio, read How to Submit Items in the weekly news page on wia.org.au. And remember, the sooner you submit material, the more the likelihood of it being broadcast in the very next edition of WIA National News. But each item will only be broadcast once. If you want a couple of mentions, please submit different slants to keep the event fresh. In the nation's capital, with amateur radio news from across the globe, this has been the WIA National News Service. Local news and callbacks follow on most affiliates. We'd appreciate you checking in. VK1WIA. We've reported. You decide.